Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 295 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue with our study of October the 19th to 25th, covering 3rd Nephi 27 to 4th Nephi. There could not be a happier people. And we're continuing our study today of the Church of Jesus Christ is called in his name, covered in 3rd Nephi 27, 1 to 12. So uh, we left off yesterday with the Saviour teaching about... Um, what they should call the church <clears throat> and it says in verse 5 have they not read the scriptures which say you must take upon you the name of christ which is my name for by this name ye shall ye be called at the last day so calling the church the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints is far more than just taking just a name upon a church we are taking upon ourselves the name of christ when we are baptized as a member of this church we are willing to have the church's name to to kind of have a stand out to categorize us um and it's by this name we will be called on the last day um you know it's in scriptures and the savior says that it's in the scriptures that they should that they should take upon them the name of christ and so that is why the church must be called in his name we move further on in verse eight and we and we read the, the more famous verse in this section which says and how be it my church save it be, be called in my name for if a church be called in moses's name then it then it be moses's church or if it be called in the name of a man then it be the church of a man but if it be called in my name then it is my church if it so be they are built that they are built upon my gospel so there's two conditions there for the church to be the saviour's church. It is to be called in his name, but it's to be more than that. It needs to be built upon his gospel. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. But of course, it, it must be the saviour's name. If it was Joseph Smith's church, it'd be called by the name of Joseph Smith. If it was the name of the, if it was Mormon's church, then it'd be called the Church of Mormon. And that is why President Nelson is so adamant, so insistent that we move away from this nickname of Mormons. And we remove it completely. And whilst it may be cumbersome or, you know, awkward to call ourselves members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And even though, like, I have always tried to introduce myself as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then people inevitably look at me confused. And I say, you may have heard of us as Mormons. And they go, oh, yeah. Um, you know, even so, I think it is more, very important that we try and remember to align ourselves straight away with our Saviour Jesus Christ. Um, President Russell M. Nelson said, quote, Thus the name of the church is not negotiable. When the Saviour clearly states what the name of his church should be, and even precedes his declaration with, Thus shall my church be called, he is serious. And if we allow nicknames to be used, or adopt, or even sponsor these nicknames ourselves, he is offended. Close quote. I remember him saying that phrase, and just kind of quaking a little bit, you know, he is offended if we use a name other than his name to represent ourselves as a church. Um, but again, we read in the scriptures, and I think it's always been kind of this uncomfortable truth that we've lived with this nickname, and yet we know that we should be calling ourselves by the name of Christ. We know that as a church, we should be calling ourselves Christ Church. We've, we've known that, I think, for, for quite a long time. Indeed, since the church was called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and yet we sort of allowed this nickname. And that's why I, I changed the name of this podcast. So originally it was called LDS Study Session. And I tell you what, that was a much easier name to say. <laughs> and that's why the email is ldsstudysession at gmail.com. I haven't changed that because um, simply because it, it, I've been receiving the emails to that email now, and that would be, would, would be tricky. Um, but 
Um, to be fair, I did start the podcast after President Nelson had given this um, instruction about calling ourselves by the name of the church. And I guess I suppose I thought, well, I'm not representing the church. And this is kind of my own little project at the side. And, you know, not many people are going to listen. But as more and more people started to listen, I kind of started to feel more and more guilty about the name LDS Study Session. Um, and so I so I changed it. Uh, and I say, and again, like I say, it's a much longer tag to put on Facebook, uh, on Twitter. It's a much longer name to have to say at the start of every podcast episode, the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. But, um, and I added the Come Follow Me bit because I think that more most people look out for podcasts that, that deal with the Come Follow Me materials. And that's, that's what we do mainly on this show. I changed that uh, or to, to have that little bit on as well. But um, yeah. It is it is more awkward, but I feel much more comfortable with the name of the podcast now because it is about Jesus Christ. It all has to be about Jesus Christ. And whilst I don't represent the church and my views don't represent the church or even the members of the church of Jesus Christ or the leaders, um, it is something which is important. It shows that the point of this podcast is to develop faith and trust in our Saviour Jesus Christ. Uh, and that really is what it's been from the beginning. The second part of what the Saviour said about um, how we know it will be his church is, yes, it'll be called by his name, but also it's built upon his gospel. And in verse nine, it says, Verily I say unto you that ye are built upon my gospel. Therefore, ye shall call whatever things ye do call in my name. Therefore, if you call upon the Father for the church, if it be in my name, the Father will hear you. Hear you. Um, so his church has to be built upon his gospel. And what I love is in verse 13 to 21, we get his gospel. It's right there, bookended with the statements here in verse 13, where he says, Behold, I have given unto you my gospel, and this is the gospel which I have given unto you. And then, in, then he goes on and, and tells us his gospel. And then in verse 21, it says, Verily, verily, I, <coughs> I say unto you, this is my gospel, and you know the things you must do in my church. Um. I love that because within those verses, and I'm not going to get a chance to study them with you today, to read them all, um, but within those, within that, those bookend verses, 13 to 21, I strongly recommend you take a, one of your study sessions this week to go and study those verses because it just lays it out plain and simple. To give you some o- overview, he talked about the atonement, what he has done, how he was lifted up for the world, and so that they may be lifted up, which in itself is beautiful meta- metaphor- metaphorical statement. He then talks about faith, he talks about repentance, he talks about baptism and being filled, which is reference to the Holy Ghost, and enduring to the end. He talks about how no unclean thing can stand in the presence of the Father, but it, those who wash their garments in his blood because of their faith and repentance and faithfulness to the end, they will be able to be sanctified by the reception through baptism, but more importantly, the sanctification by the reception of the Holy Ghost. And then they may stand spotless. I mean, it's all there. All the key facets of the Saviour's gospel are in these verses. And it's a wonderful uh, study to, to kind of deep dive into. So I really recommend that. Uh, Book of Mormon Central uh, shared this uh, quote or gave this quote about the gospel of Jesus Christ. It says, quote, the gospel in the Book of Mormon refers to the doctrine of Christ. It does not refer to all revealed truths, but specifically to the way and means by which all must come unto the Saviour in order to be saved. As outlined by Jesus to his disciples, his gospel includes faith in in Christ and sincere repentance of sins. Those who receive the sacred covenant of baptism are promised the gift of the Holy Ghost, and if they endure to the end, will be saved in his kingdom at the last day. 
Although the gospel does not refer to all truths and teachings revealed through God's prophets, those who receive the gift of the Holy Ghost are then promised that additional precepts, truths, teachings, and even scriptures will be revealed in the Lord's time, line upon line through God's appointed prophets by means of the Holy Ghost. Close quote. So it's important that we make this distinction of what the gospel actually is. We talk about the gospel and we talk about the church very often, and they are not two interchangeable words. The church is the church. The truths taught in the church are all true. They are, they, they refer to, I'm referring here to kind of uh, eternal families and certain commandments in the church, like the law of tithing, the law of chastity, the law of wis- uh, the word of wisdom and so on. Those are all truths from God. But these are all really appendages. Appendages. These are all additional to help refine us and help make us become more like our saviour much more quickly. The most important thing that is taught in the church is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that refers to what is found in verses 13 to 21. And so we ought to be careful when we say that, you know, we've, we were introduced to the gospel or we love, you know, um, one of our favourite things about the gospel is, I'm just trying to, uh, is, you know, family history. Whilst family history and missionary work and all the work that we do in the church is important and they're all truths, they are all things which are taught by the Saviour that we can do to help gather Israel, they are not the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ is to have faith in him, to repent, to be baptised and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and then continue to endure faithfully to the end, which is made possible or doing this makes it possible for us to be sanctified by the reception of the Holy Ghost because of the atonement of our Saviour Jesus Christ. That is it. That is the key part. Um, And so, you know, what better thing to study? Um, I am going to have to uh, end the study session here. So thank you very much for listening. I do hope you've enjoyed it. Please do join us tomorrow where we will begin the first of our study uh, guest guest study sessions uh, with... um, Mark and Chris Stewart, who have joined us uh, for a couple of sections this week, looking at when the disciples asked for their desires and how their desires were purified to be in line with what the Saviour were was was more than willing to give them. Uh, and then we'll look as well at the beginning of Fourth Nephi, Nephi, where we can see some some aspects of an ideal Zion society. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do follow the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, you know, there's lo- there's often discussion on there. I had a lovely comment on there, actually, uh, which I'll share in our next listener comments section next Monday. Uh, but any more comments or any more feedback or any more things that you've studied, I would love to hear there. Uh, and please do email session at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode as well. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.